look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popovich. How you doing, buddy? Hello, Faisal. I'm doing well. You? I'm doing well. Terrific. We've got a good, good weekend here. You know the question: Are women or men better at investing? That's you have, a good you have an opinion on that? Not. That I I'm, won't put you on the yeah, spot. Yeah, thank you. That's very <laughs> nice of you. No, I. They they invest differently. They do invest differently. We're going to talk a little bit about the different approaches and uh, and as you said, they are different. Uh, Middle-class families, my friend, have been told that they're going to pay less in taxes under this government. <laughs> Believe it? Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing right now. What does the math say? We're going to find out. Yeah, let's talk about that because I think, first of all, we're going to define what, what the middle class is, and mm-hmm. then we're going to talk about are they paying less taxes or not because there's been some reports on both sides of that. So we're going to talk a bit more about that. And how do we live longer and healthier? We get the latest from the Healthy Aging Study. Very interesting stuff. Well, in quality of life, uh, you know, that health bucket that we talk about so often, the quality of care, quality of life that you experience as you age, uh, absolutely critical. Nobody would argue that. So always interested to see what they've come up with. Um, highlights this week, my friend. What, well, you uh, came into my office and you looked at my screen. Yeah. It, was, it was great. On Friday, you go, what's what's moving the market today, Faisal? Yeah. I showed you the, the Canadian dollar at one point was 82 cents this week, all the way down to just under 80 cents on Friday. It was mm-hmm. It was a very interesting day and, and or interesting week actually and and there was a couple of key points. First of all, Governor Polos from the Bank of Canada comes out and says we're gonna gradually increase interest rates. We're not gonna get rushed into this, kinda taming down the market and we went from eighty two cents down to eighty cents just like that. Well, and that's following up last week's, you know, deputy governor's speech of the same thing, right? So do you you know, do you interpret these uh, these communications as an intentional talking down of the dollar? Do you think the Bank of Canada, you know, sort of uh, was surprised by how far and how fast the dollar moved relative to the U.S. currency? Yeah, so Dave, you had the uh, privilege to meet with three or four different experts in the mm-hmm. industry from, and they're from around the world. They came to Calgary. Mm-hmm. Uh, why they met with you, I still ha- don't know. <laughs> I begged. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, so after you're done begging... Yep. You had a bit of a chat with them about yeah, currency. Yeah. What was your take from those those individuals? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what we we I was asking about their take on currency, and the conversation really was around what the Bank of Canada is going to do, right? So let's forget about let's forget about the second half of the equation for a minute, which is, um, you know, through this most recent pullback, we also had some U.S. dollar strength, right? You had big dollar strength, um, and we could be getting some big dollar uh, sorry weakness. We had big dollar weakness against Canadian dollar strength. So forgetting about the U.S. dollar and just talking about the Canadian, it was interesting, and, and I was specifically talking to bond guys. Okay? And, uh, of course be- you are. Yeah, because <laughs> I like the bond guys' take on this, and they're ultra-sensitive to things like currency because in a low-interest rate environment, um, you know, an entire year or two's worth of performance can be wiped out in a heartbeat if you're on the wrong side of a currency trade, right? Uh, we've seen. So <clears throat> it was unbelievable, actually. The one group was pounding the table on the fact that the market is absolutely in Canada mispricing okay, the Canadian well uh, interest rate and future interest rate increases. Right now being priced into the market are two more interest rate increases in Canada. This year? Uh, no, one this year, one next year. Okay. Okay. Not October. Both are saying 
December. Okay. Okay. Or the market's saying December, and then one in uh, in March. <clears throat> the first group's pounding the table, saying the 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 interest rate market, government bonds are mispricing the Bank of Canada. They are not going to go. They are not raising two more times. And they're going to follow the Fed after this. Let me just pause there. For those who are trying to catch up to what you're saying, Mr. Bond Guy, yeah. you're saying that the bond market has priced in two more interest rate increases. Yeah. And you're saying that this team came out, pounded the table, saying the market's got it wrong. Right. And they were citing, and we won't get into the technical details, but the spread between the government, the two-year Government of Canada bond and the 10-year is 50 basis points, one-half of 1%. And that's compared to the U.S., um, which is at 80 po- basis points, 60% tighter. So they're saying Canada's got it wrong. Bank of Canada is not going to increase interest rates two more times at a quarter point increment each time, and therefore the Canadian dollar has to pull back. If oil stays in around where it is, because interest rates and oil tend to be the key drivers of the Canadian dollar, then we see uh, we see the Canadian dollar moving down from where it is this week, uh, falling lower. Now, this is not your numbers, your thesis, no, no, theirs? No, that's theirs. This what did they say as a, as a value that they're seeing it as fair market value or the what they anticipate because the market's right. got it wrong? So if, if oil sits in around the $50 number, they're going to say it's around a $0.77 cent dollar. Okay, so we've got from $0.79, cents, just under $80 uh, on Friday to to getting closer to 70. 77. Okay. And could go lower if oil traded down again. So if, if the pressure on oil was to push it down, Canadian dollar bit of a petrocurrency effect follows it down a little bit lower than that but let's let's say okay 77 the other party um who i met with and literally this is in the next hour okay another set of bond guys says my hope is that the bank of canada um follows what they're saying making it uh um you know talking it down but he said they are data dependent which polos specifically said we are now data dependent we have no preconceived trajectory okay. okay his concern he said um his concern was that if we do get relatively strong data that the bank of canada is mechanical in its decision and irrespective of the impact they will raise rates so that's what happened on friday friday morning six thirty a.m calgary time we get the gdp number gross domestic right. product numbers that came for canada um it was flat so after eight consecutive months of growth we now have a flat number. What was the reason for the flat number? Wholesale trade was up. Right. Mining and, and oil and ex- oil extraction down. Right. And that has been, if you look at, you know, you look at the commodity cycle and the recovery in commodities, energy, base metals, and so on and so forth, precious metals, at the beginning of this year, they had a big impact on the Q1, Q2 GDP numbers we saw in Canada. Okay. And even with the, uh, the Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development, the OECD report that just came out, you know, I commented on this, uh, I think it was last week, talking about a 3.2% GDP rate in Canada. Okay. Now, you think that's pretty good. That's still the envy of the G7. Correct. However, we started the year with 3.7 in Q1, 4.5 in Q2. My math says the average there is 4.1, and we're going to end at 3.2. Correct. Do the math on how you average down from a 4.1 to a 3.2. Yeah. We got a slowing second half. The other impact is as the Canadian dollar has appreciated, it drives inflation in the wrong direction. Okay. Right? So it's a deflationary impact because our imports cost us less on a relative basis. Shocking. Right. Shocking only for one, well, two reasons. One, that you had 
two one-hour meetings back-to-back, so that was shocking. <laughs> it's second, like a full day of work there. Yeah, it's practically for yep. you, right? The second shocking part is how does it impact the average Calgarian? Right. Like, what, what's the big deal? For those who are traveling you're, or, li- or having part of their retirement or staying yeah. in, in the United States, bit of impact on currency. The other part of it for your portfolios. Yeah. What's the impact there? Well, so let's separate it, right? Because what, what we talk about is if you have uh, lifestyle cost, you're a snowbird and you're spending in U.S. dollars. Yeah. Okay? Forget U.S. If you're, if you're living have part-time in Europe, you've got a Tuscan village in Italy, okay? You should hold local currency, shouldn't you? A whole village, right? Village. Okay, got you. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. It's my dream. Get okay. your own. Okay? okay. This is my right. fantasy. <laughs> okay. All right. So... It's a whole, you know, you, you want to have local currency that you're going to be spending in. And you're hedged. Your lifestyle cost is hedged. You don't care, right, if the euro goes up or down. You don't care if the, if the U.S. dollar goes up or down. You just have to make sure the underlying assets that you own are performing in that local currency. So that's for people who have lifestyle costs. For people that are just pure investing. Correct. Right? Then we do have this reporting back to Canadian dollar impact of currency. And we've had a shock right? So you, as an investor now, and as portfolio managers, we're faced to say, okay, what's our thesis on what's happened? So we wake up, you know, in, in early May to a set of conversations and guidance by the, by the Bank of Canada that we were surprised about. Currency markets go crazy. What do you do um, going forward from that particular point? Yeah. And I, and I want to stress this, Faisal, and you can comment on this because I know we're running out of time very quickly. The currency markets is where we've had volatility this year. Correct. Take out currency and insert stock market. Yeah, same thing. Same thing, right? Now you have to make a decision. So you've got to have a thesis going into it. Then we get surprises, whatever market tends to surprise us. And then you better figure out what the go-forward proposition and what the plan is. So this is where understanding the risks of your portfolio are very important. You don't just have stock market risk. Right. If you have bonds in your portfolio as well, you have fixed income bond risk, which is interest rates and credit risks and so forth. Yeah, liquidity and everything. Yeah. And now you have currency risk. So there's multiple risks in a portfolio. You need to understand the, sten- the sensitivity of that, that in the event of a 13% increase in the Canadian dollar, right. what happens? You should be asking those questions right. of your advisor or if you're a do-it-yourself investor, figuring it out yourself on how the impacts are that what if something goes wrong i keep on saying this understand that downside protection i've been working all week with clients yep. telling them if you know what hits the fan this is what the downside potential is in your in your portfolio understand that in dollars right because people are concerned about the downside right so they need to know that number understand it ask your advisor about that get the advice about how that impacts you overall Sounds good. Okay. Uh, we better wrap up this particular segment. But before we do, let's remind everybody about our upcoming seminar because we're likely going to be talking about all those oh, things. Oh, for sure we're going to talk about risk. We're going to talk yep. about how, how hard it is to recover in a downturn. Okay? And we're going to talk about how the five-pillar investment strategy matches that to meet your, your goals for your retirement without giving you those huge volatility issues on Tuesday, October 24th, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats. So please give us a call, 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website at morethanmoneyradio.com. The great debate continues. Venus and Mars, who's a better investor, men or women? Join us after the break on News Talk 770 and More Than Money.
David Popowich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popowich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund, an investment industry regulatory organization of Canada.